the man that says what the people need to hear. Somebody need to hear this. That's right. He's going to be bringing you the word each and every week. You better not only be ready, but stay ready. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. The time is up. It's the moment you've been waiting for. He's here. It's the Raw and Uncut Podcast with Pastor Radden. Service starts now. Amen, 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 amen. Praise the Lord, saints of God. Praise the Lord, amen. We got it one by one minute before we get started. Amen, amen, amen. God bless you all. God bless you all. God bless you all. Give me some time to tune in before we go ahead and get started in the next minute with a word of prayer. Then we're going to go into Bible study about something that's near and dear to my heart. Amen. Bless your holy name. I hope that everybody had a good day today. God is great and greatly to be praised. Hallelujah, God. Bless your holy name, God. God is doing some wonderful things as always. He is the King of kings and the Lord of lords, the God of all gods, the one true God. Amen. Bless your holy name, God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, God. I see somebody's pictured and popped up there. Don't quite see the name yet, but that'll be coming up. It looks like a, a amen, amen, amen. Thank you there. Thank you there. Thank you for tuning in. Bless your holy name. Amen. We're going to go ahead and get this Holy Ghost party started in Jesus name. Look like I see um, my man, Jonathan Williams there. God bless you, mighty man of God. How you doing? Look at my wife. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. That's my honey brown sugar there with her fine self. Amen. My wife tuning in. Amen. Sister Carter. Patterson, Sister Carter Patterson, you didn't let two people beat you to the punch. That's not like you. You always be the first one. <laughs> That's right. Thank you for tuning in. You early anyhow. Amen. Amen. God bless you all. Brother Williams, man. Good seeing you again. Mighty man of God. Amen. Amen. My minister there, it's Minister Coleman. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in. Mighty woman of God. I heard you on the prayer line. My God, that woman knows she can pray. Amen. Bless your holy name, God. Thank you, Jesus. We're going to go ahead and um, go ahead and get started. Amen. Hallelujah, God. We're going to go ahead and get started in the word of prayer. And we're going to go ahead on into the word. Amen. So I can let you all get back to your Wednesday evening. Amen. Let us pray. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you, Heavenly Father, Lord, for this day, God. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for who you are and all that you do, God. You are a mighty God. Hallelujah. The King of kings, the Lord of lords. In the mighty name of Jesus, God. Thank you for your love and kindness. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your forgiveness of sins, God. Thank you for just being who you are, God. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for not being like man. You don't hold a grudge. You're not petty. You don't remind us and constantly of our sins in Jesus' holy name, God. Thank you for being who you are, a loving, kind, a righteous God, a loving God, a holy God, a powerful God. In the mighty name of Jesus, the creator of heaven and earth, the life giver, the life saver in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Bless your holy name. Bless this Bible study on tonight. Use me to bring a mighty word to bring you glory because you are worthy to be praised in Jesus' Jesus, holy name we pray. Amen. 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 Bless your holy name, God. Amen. I was saying we're going to be talking about something that's near and dear to my heart. Amen. I, I love my sisters in Christ. Amen. God bless all of my sisters. Amen. 
Hallelujah, God, as I was saying one time, don't let, let nobody or nothing silence your voice. Amen. If you are called to preach and teach the gospel, then you continue to do so. When you hear the voice of God and he tells you to go preach, then that's what you do. Hallelujah. No matter who's trying to stop you. Amen. You continue to do that. Amen. It's been an attack on our lady preachers. Hallelujah. God bless your holy name. You know, I go way back when I was a child, long before my mother became a pastor. Amen. Way back in the late 70s, way out there in Columbia, South Carolina on Blue Ridge Terrace, way out, way out there. Amen. Off of Monticello Road. Hallelujah, God. Under the leadership of Pastor Watson. I was like five years old, four, somewhere around that time. But her name was Ernestine Watson. So, yes, it wasn't a man. It was Pastor Ernestine Watson, a hard charging, mighty woman of God back in the day. Amen. She's no longer with us. She passed away some years ago, probably back in the late 80s or early 90s. Amen. But she was a woman of God that was pastoring back then. Amen. And it looked like we was always under a, a female pastor of some sort back then. I don't even recall really being under too many men preachers coming up. Amen. When I did see a man in the pulpit, it seemed kind of funny because I was used to women, women bringing it. Women have always been in the church. Women have always carried the torch. Amen. Bless your holy name, God. And now you have people out here trying to silence the women. Amen. And that's men of God coming inside the church. Like I said, it's an attack on women preachers and not from the outside, but on the inside, even your own kind. And that's what hurts. Amen. Bless your holy name. And I've had many discussions with men about that. Ladies, is one thing you can believe. You don't need me to to cheer you on and whatnot, but you have an advocate in me. Not only, um, like I said, was my mother a pastor, amen, and she was a pastor for well over 25 years or better, amen. Uh, she was a pastor, amen, until she passed away in 2015. At least she got ordained way back in 1986. I was like 13 years old back then, amen. So, um, and right now I'm under the leadership of a female pastor who's on the line right now, the mighty woman of God, the senior pastor of Restoration Community Outreach Ministries, Pastor Tonetta Robinson. Amen. Hallelujah, God. A woman that's all about prayer, a woman that's about faith. That's a pet peeve. It's prayer, prayer, prayer. That's what she's about, having that relationship with God. And that's what she teaches us. Amen. To live holy and to have that relationship because she said prayer is needed. Her word, she said it's needed. She always says that. Hallelujah, God, how much prayer is needed. Amen. She pumps that. She pushes that. Amen. Hallelujah. She's been doing that for years. Bless your holy name. And I am... Um, so glad that I am up under her leadership because God led me there. Amen. My wife was going there first and I've been there now, a faithful member of their church since 2004. Here it is, 2023, and I'm still there. Amen. Serving. Hallelujah, God. And God has not told me to get up and leave or do whatever or try and take over and all that foolishness. Amen. We have a mighty woman of God that's doing her thing. Amen. And I will support her. I will pray for her and I will continue to serve other her until God tells me to do otherwise. Hallelujah, God. Bless your holy name. God. Amen. So to all the lady pastors out there, all the bishops in Jesus name, continue to do what you do. I honor you. I love you. And I pray for you. All of my loving, all my female pastors. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless your holy name, Jesus. Amen. And for those of you that's inspiring or those of you that don't have the title, you just continue to do what you do. Amen. You continue praising God and worshiping God in Jesus holy name, God. Because see, first of all, <clears throat> Way back in the book of Joel, in the second chapter, J-O-E-L, J-O-E-L, Joel's second chapter in the 28th verse, 
The word of God says it shall come to pass afterwards that I will pour out my spirit, my spirit, the Holy Spirit. As you I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Who? All flesh. He didn't say he can go pour out his spirit on all men. He didn't say just only your sons will prophesy. He said your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams. Your young men will see visions. In verse 29, it says, and also my men servants and on my maid servants, ladies. It says on my maid servants, I will pour out my spirit in those days. Hallelujah, guys. So who are you to say that a woman cannot preach? Do you not know that even way back in the book of first Kings, Second Kings, Second Kings, uh, the 22nd chapter and the 14th verse, there was a prophetess in the Bible. Her name was Huldah, H-U-L-D-A-H. She was a prophetess in the king's court. The, the king was Josiah and he had a female prophet. Hallelujah, God. Like remember King David had Nathan when Nathan was telling him he was wrong and all of that for messing with the man's wife and, and all of that type of stuff. When he gave the parable about the sheep and all that. Oh, man, it's a beautiful man. He, he got on David. He got on King David about that. But King uh, Josiah had a female prophet. Look, in the book of Deborah, the fourth chapter of Deborah, in the fourth verse, it said that Deborah set under, it says she ruled all of Israel. It says she ruled the women. Say she ruled Israel. That's men and women. I mean, what? Why are we getting hung up on stupid stuff? The gender of between somebody's legs and talking about they can't preach. The Southern Gospel Commission ought to be shame of themselves voting out pastors. I was telling my pastor about that a while ago, and the one that gets me the most that there was a female pastor pastoring for thirty years, and they done booted her out. 30 years, that woman been preaching and teaching the gospel and it booted her out. You know, sarcastically, I'm saying, okay, well, that's going to fix all the problems in the body of Christ. Just silence all the women. That'll just fix everything and whatnot. You know, never mind homosexuals in the pulpit. Never mind homosexuals leading the choir. Never mind pastors having extramarital affairs and all of that type of foolishness. Never mind pastors that are touching boys and girls inappropriately, young boys and all of that type of stuff. Now, we can do, we, we'll leave that right there in place. Let's just get rid of all the female pastors and that'll just fix everything. I mean, my God, that's what you worried about, man, come on now and whatnot. I love the word of God. And if it's the truth coming out of your mouth, I'm all for it. Hallelujah, God. I love the word of God. If it's a female bringing it, bring it. That stuff don't bother me. It's the word of God and it's true. That's what I'm talking about right there. Hallelujah, God. Brothers, keep doing what you do. Stay in the church. Keep leading the way doing what you do. But don't you dare turn your back on these sisters out here. Don't you dare turn your back on these female preachers out here. They are bringing the word. God speaks to them just like God speaks to you. Hallelujah. You just heard the word. He said, I will pour out my spirit on your sons and daughters. Men service and maid service. Handmaids. Those are females. See, here and act like God don't talk to women. Y'all need to stop that. You got female prophets. Deborah, look what it says about Deborah in verse in, in the book of Judges. Look at this, man. And, and what it says here. Now, Deborah, a prophetess, the wife of Lebedoth, was judging Israel at that time. That's the fourth chapter of Judges with Deborah. It says she was judging Israel, not judging women, not judging the little kids. It said Israel. What, 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 Israel didn't have no men there? Was it just never women and children in Israel? Come on now. Verse five. And she would sit under the palm tree of Deborah. 
I even had a tree named after my God. She would sit under the palm tree of Deborah between Ramah and Bethel in the mountains of Ephraim and the children of Israel came up to her for judgment. I didn't write this. Okay. I didn't write this. This is the fifth chapter. They said they, the children of Israel, and we ain't talking about little kids, just like children, like we children of God, those that gave our life to Christ, we ain't kids, we grown and whatnot of age, but we are still children. Hallelujah. Children of Israel. It said they, the, and the children of Israel came up to her for judgment. My God. Because that's what they did back then. They had a judge. that was When you was the judge, you was the ruler. You was the chief. You was the top dog. You was the head. Over everything when you was over Israel, just like Samson and a whole bunch of other judges. Um, what's my uh, 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 Gideon and all that is a whole. That's why they got the whole chapter here of, of judges right here, a whole book of, of judges. And the one female judge, Deborah. Hallelujah, God. So don't sit here and tell me. Don't sit here and tell. And it's a whole lot to go with that. I ain't gonna go in there. Remember about the soldier Barak. When, when she called, when it was supposed to be time for battle and Barack said that he will not go to battle unless Deborah come. And Deborah said, OK, but remember this, that a woman will get the glory about this battle. And sure enough, it was a woman who killed that wicked king. But you got to read it. It's an awesome story. Beautiful story. But the point is, the mighty man of God, that soldier said, I'm not going to battle unless you come. Well, how you go ask a woman to come with you to battle? Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave that right there. Um <laughs> Now, I'm not saying he wasn't a mighty warrior. I don't know nothing about Barack. I never really studied on him and whatnot, but he would not go into battle unless Deborah came with him. Hallelujah, God. Bless your holy name, Jesus. Y'all need to stop this foolishness about talking women. And if anybody is getting in your ear, all of this sowing discord. See, right there in, in Proverbs in the sixth chapter. Let's, let's talk about some of the things that God hates. Hallelujah, God. And say, God hates six things. And it says seven is an abomination. In the sixth chapter of Proverbs, the word says, uh, or the seventh chapter of Proverbs, rather. Where is it that I, I had it here a minute ago and I didn't, I didn't lost it. There it is. Um, Proverbs 6 and 16, the six things the Lord hates. Yes, seven are abomination. A proud look. We ain't supposed to be proud. We're supposed to be humble. Amen. He hates a proud look. That's why I says pride comes before what? The fall. Pride comes before destruction. So you better leave that pride and swallow that pride. Hallelujah. And better be learned to be humble. That's why God says if you are humble, if you highlight that, he will abase you. He will lower you. Hallelujah, God. You got to be humble. God don't like a proud heart. Amen. Hallelujah, God. Remember, that's why the word says you got to be careful for all you big time preachers that want to just walk up in churches and, and just walk up in the pulpit because you're supposed to be up in there. You mess around and get embarrassed if they didn't tell you to come and sit up in there with your proud self. You better humble yourself and sit out there in the pews and wait for somebody to bring you up in there because it didn't happen before. You'd have been all the way up in the pulpit and they tap you on the shoulder and tell you to come out of there because somebody, another big time bishop or something has to come up in there and sit down. And, and to mess around and embarrass you, you better stop that pride and whatnot and learn to stay humble. A lying tongue, stop all that lying. You know if you're lying or not, he hates a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood. I hear Kenneth killing innocent people. A heart that devises wicked plans. You're always thinking about evil, never thinking about good. He hates that because you're always thinking about some foolishness, some mess to hurt or harm some doggone body. And that's why I say he hates a heart that devises wicked plans. Feet that are swift running to evil. 
Always got to run and do some evil. Always got to do some. He hates that because you always you can't you just can't wait to go do some foolishness to to go break in somebody's house, to go steal something, to go take something that ain't yours and all of that type of stuff. Hallelujah. God, just all kinds of mess. Feet that are swift running to do evil. A false witness who speak lies. See, I tell you, right. That's twice talking about lies. Y'all better watch that type of stuff. Remember, the word of God says that in the day of judgment, every idle word that comes out of your mouth will be accounted for. For righteousness or for condemnation. Hallelujah, God. Everything that comes out of your mouth is going to be accounted for. Hallelujah, God. It says every idle word. So you better start remembering and start. Now, remember, be wise about what you're saying and quit. Quit talking foolishness all the time. Start talking about the goodness of God and glorifying God as much as possible. Helping people. How about that? Doing some things out of the kindness and goodness of your heart. Blessing people. Hallelujah, God. That right there. Because everything is going to be accounted for what comes out of your mouth. Remember, life and death is in the power of a tongue. So it's your tongue. You have no idea how powerful about how words are. It says life and death. Speak life. Hallelujah, God. Like I was saying on prayer service, Larry, if you go speak death, speak death over negative things. I speak death to being in debt. I speak death to not having enough. Hallelujah, God. I speak death to sickness. Yes, I need God to kill that. Kill sickness. Kill death. Kill lack. Kill not enough. I speak death to that. Hallelujah, God. But I speak life to my marriage. I speak life over my children. I speak life over this ministry. Hallelujah, God. I speak life over this household that I'm living in. I speak life over my finances. I speak life over my job. I speak life. You got to speak life and be positive. Bless your holy name, God. Hallelujah. Speak life. If you go speak death, speak it over something negative that God will kill it. I do away with it in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah, God. I speak death on cancer. I speak death on dementia. I speak death, hallelujah, God, on all manner of disease. Hallelujah. That's causing trouble. Speak death on those things. Hallelujah. Bless your holy name, God. Speak life. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. The words that you speak mean something. Hallelujah, God. Don't you ever tell your children that they ain't going to amount to nothing. You speak life in them. I don't care what it looks like they're doing. Hallelujah. You speak life that God is going to do something for them, that God is going to open up doors. It's going to be favor over their life. I don't care what type of lifestyle they live in. You got to speak life. Tell them the truth. You can tell them that the, the way you're going, you're going to end up going to jail or whatever. That's just the truth. If they keep doing what they're doing, tell them you got to stop that. You pray over them. You anoint them with oil. Anoint their room. Whatever it takes. Hallelujah, God. Pray over your children. Pray over your spouse, your wife, or your husband. Hallelujah, God. Bless your holy name, Jesus. God is great and greatly to be praised. And the last one, the seventh one, it says that sowing discord. And one who sows discord among the brethren, just causing confusion. If you're with somebody, that's why the words are what? In 1 Corinthians 15 to 33, that bad corruption or bad communication corrupts good manners. Or in here, the New King James corrupts good habits. Bad communication that's hanging around people that are just talking negative. If somebody's telling you that women preaching ain't no good and they ain't got no business preaching, you need to get away from that person. You need to tell them, ah, because see, all they're going to do is poison your mind and they're going to sour your thoughts and the way how you feel about female preachers. And you need to stop that. I know a man right now that says he'll honor a female as long as they are pastor. But he said when they're a bishop, he don't recognize them. Man told me that. He said, pastor, I'll deal with that. But a bishop, no, because the Bible says the office of a bishop is and there's the husband and one wife and seat. And then they try and use scripture to back it all up and all of that. All I know is if you didn't heard the voice of God to tell you to do it, who am I to say you can't do that? I ain't coming against nothing and whatnot. I'm not.
But that's how he feel about it. That's how he feel about it. There are some uh, churches that will not let ladies in the pulpit, no matter what your title is. If you're a title, you can't come sit up in the pulpit and all of that type of stuff. If you're a guest at their church, you can sit out there in them pews, but you can't come up here. Number the pulpit full of men. Hallelujah, God. Bless your holy name. My God. I love my sisters. Keep doing what you're doing. Amen. You see it, uh, Brother Billy Taylor. Amen. Speak life. Amen. Hallelujah, God. Bless your name, Mother Chappelle, my cousin tuning in from D.C. Amen. Speak life. That's right, Pastor. Kill it in the mighty name of Jesus. You ladies, you keep speaking the word of God. Keep preaching. Keep teaching. Keep doing just what you're doing. Let God continue to order your steps. I love you and I love to hear the word of God and I'm not the only one. Hallelujah, God. I done got in some small disagreements with some guys about that type of stuff because I get tired of hearing it. And whatnot. You know, you mean what you ain't gonna say nothing in my face when my mama ain't no business preaching. You better watch it now. <laughs> I mean we talked about that a couple of weeks ago and whatnot about that. You know, I'm not about to get in a fight over something like that and whatnot. If the conversation gets too heated, I will cut it and whatnot, but I will say what I have to say and whatnot, because I'm just not gonna let that ride and whatnot, because like I said, Silencing women preaching is not going to solve the ills that's going on in the body of Christ. The body of Christ is a good place to be, but it's not perfect. Hallelujah, God. There, there, there's not perfect. I've told you once, I've told you a hundred times what I said, that we are imperfect people. Doing what? Serving a perfect God. God knows that. God said in what in the book of Jeremiah that I will give you pastors out of my own heart. He didn't say I'll just go give you all men pastors. He said pastors. Now, I guess we just supposed to interpret that as men pastors, I suppose. Hallelujah, God. I will give you pastors after my heart. Hallelujah, God. And pastors are supposed to watch over the sheep, watch over the flock, teach them, lead them, guide them. Hallelujah, God. And that's what my pastor is doing, teaching, leading, and guiding, and correcting if when need be. Hallelujah, God. The pastor has to issue out discipline and all of that type of stuff. Hallelujah, God. Bless your holy name. So I have no problem with correction. Amen. Because good leaders get corrected from time to time and they will accept that and move on instead of getting mad. And as we say, take your ball and go home. I'm not getting mad and leave the church because I get corrected. If pastor was to tell me something about where I was a shortcoming of mine or whatever the case may be. Hallelujah. God bless your name. If you think that my pastor never told me that, um, to tighten up in this area or whatever, you be crazy and whatnot. Hallelujah, God. I do the best that I can as led by the Holy Ghost. I'm her assistant and I will stay that way until otherwise. Hallelujah, God. Bless your name. Do you know the shoes of a pastor is huge shoes to fill? Amen. People are constantly calling you. They're always pulling on your coattail, calling you all hours of night. Hallelujah, God. You, you got to go to the jailhouse. You got to go to the courtroom. You got to go to the hospital. You got to go places. You got 10 different kids graduating high school at the same time and all of them want you there. Hallelujah, God. What is a pastor supposed to do? Hallelujah, God. She can't, he or she for that matter, they can't clone themselves and say, you know, all right, I'm going to be at all your graduations at this time. Hallelujah. Pastors have a life to live too. Do you not know that pastors commit suicide? Pastors are leaving the church. Pastors are locking the doors and not coming back because it's too much. You got to know to know that you know, as my bishop say, you got to know that you know that you know that you are called by God to lead people. It's not going to be easy. Every pastor I know for the most part said that they was running and running as far as they can and hard as they can away from pastoring until they couldn't run no more. Hallelujah, God. Bless your holy name. It's nothing that people say, I want to be a pastor. You don't hear people saying that. If you do, then I heard one, <laughs> I heard a pastor say, if you desiring to be a pastor, he said, then something is wrong with you. 
<laughs> because you don't want that. Are you if you are ready to lose friends, if you're ready to be talked about and scorned, if you're ready to be lied on, then yes, then go ahead and be one. Then if that's the case, pastoring is no joke. Hallelujah, God. I'm not in a hurry to be one. But when that day comes, when it comes, then it is what it is. Hallelujah, God. And now I pray to God that God uh, uh, lead me and guide me. Amen. Hallelujah, God. Bless your name. Like I said, it's been almost 20 years and I've been right where I'm at. And I'm in a comfortable stage and that's fine with me. Hallelujah, God. Until otherwise, bless your holy name. It's a reason for everything. Hallelujah, God. Some people get called into the ministry at an early age, in their 20s, early 30s or whatever. I'm 50. Amen. But right now I'm serving the Lord and I'm doing it gladly. Hallelujah. Bless your holy name, God. Being a pastor has big shoes to fill. Pray for your pastor. Amen. Hallelujah, God. And especially now, hallelujah, God, as as, as a female pastor, they've they been under attack by the men in their own um, <clears throat> in their own faith, in their own Christianity. Not all of them, of course, but certain denominations. Man, come on now. Bless your holy name, Jesus. Pray for your pastors, bishops, apostles, whatever title she may have. You pray for her. Who am I supposed to say that she ain't got no business being an apostle or a bishop? That's not my call. That's not my call. Hallelujah, God. I will honor her. I will call her apostle. I will call her bishop if that's her title. Hallelujah, God. And I have no bones about doing it. Bless your holy name, God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Watch who you hang with. Bad corruption, bad communication corrupts good manners. Don't be listening to that foolishness. Amen. You shun that. You, you get away from that. Support these pastors out here. Hallelujah, God. If they're not supposed to be a pastor, God will let them know that. You think God is upset and mad because a woman is in the pulpit delivering the word of God? As if though he's up there saying, no, she ain't going to make it in. Depart from me, you sinner of iniquity. And all she's doing is preaching and teaching the gospel. You don't think she can hear that? She's one to argue that. They don't want to hear it. They, they just ignore that. They think it's the devil and all that type of garbage. I done heard all that. I done heard all that. I think the, the woman of God can hear when God is speaking to them. If God tells her to sit down, she would do just that for whatever reason. Hallelujah, God. Well, you know, I just saying the word, well, you know, she needs to learn. Let her ask her husband. What if she ain't married? Or what if her husband ain't in church? Well, what's she supposed to do now? Just sit there. Somebody got to lead the people. Somebody got to lead the people. If it's a female, then so be it. Lead on. If you lead on, if you're a female, continue to lead until otherwise. Hallelujah, God. Lead on until God call you home. Bless your holy name, Jesus. So stop all of this foolishness about what a woman is not supposed to do. I get tired of hearing that mess. I will continue to be a champion for women. I will continue to defend them if need be and whatnot to say what I got to say. God can use whomever he so desires to preach the gospel. As we say all the time, if God can use a donkey to talk, but yet he can't use women. You just heard the word of God in Joel 2 and 28. He will pull out his spirit on all flesh. Your sons and daughters shall prophesy. Prophesy means you're bringing the word. You hear directly from God. God is speaking to ladies. He's speaking to female pastors. My goodness. I don't know what else to tell you. About other than that, we misinterpret so much stuff about what Apostle Paul said. We, we, we really do. Because when you really break it down and some other things, like Apostle Paul was talking about one particular woman and different that, but we didn't just 
took it to a whole nother level that all women supposed to be quiet. And you didn't hear me at because I said this so many times, you know, if all women supposed to be silent, then all churches are out of order. All of them. Silent means silent. Don't say nothing. You ain't teaching no Sunday school. You ain't watching no kids in the church. You ain't doing no announcements. You ain't singing on the choir. You ain't doing no solos. You ain't doing, I just, men go do all of that. Men go do the announcements. Men go preach. Men go teach. Men go watch over the children. Men go do all the singing. Can you imagine that? Number of men just doing everything and all the women just sitting out in the pews. Just doing that. Just doing nothing. Just sitting out in the pews watching all the men do everything. Because that's order. All the men doing everything. All the all ladies, all I need you to do is just sit there. Don't even sing. Just be silent. Just raise your hand. Just whatever the case may be. See how ignorant that is? That don't even sound right. Don't look right. Hallelujah, God. There is a place for women in the gospel. There are more women in the church than are men. And it's been that way for years. If anything, we need to recruit more men to get in and to help support these ladies. Hallelujah, God. Bless your holy name. My God, I don't know what's wrong with a lot of these men out here and preach their heart up on that. That is not going to solve anything. Yes, we have issues. We are not perfect, but we got to work on that. Hallelujah, God. We got to work on those issues. Amen. There's too many people that some of the men ain't got no business being in position anyway. And now you up here causing all of this discord and all of this foolishness. Probably ain't got no business being where you at. Hallelujah, God. But you know what? I don't know if God called you or not, so I can't come against that either. Going online, printing up stuff and saying that you're a preacher. Hallelujah, God. You need to stop all that mess. Copying down. I'm hearing that pastors or men are copying down uh, sermons offline and, and saying that and preaching that. Something that you didn't copy it offline. See, instead of studying and getting in your word and receiving confirmation from God, receiving the word of God or what you need to be preaching and teaching. Hallelujah, God. Bless your holy name. Ain't no way in the world I'm going to go on the internet to download a sermon and then I'm going to use that to preach. My God, I, I can't even fathom that. <laughs> My God. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah, God. I'm going to get ready to wrap this thing up. But before I do, once again, ladies, continue to let God lead you. Continue to get let God use you. You have a place. You are loved. You are wanted. You are needed in this ministry. Hallelujah, God. In the body of Christ. Hallelujah, God. We got to love our ladies. We got to protect our ladies. Amen. From all of the foolishness and the attack that's coming against them in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah, God. I'm a man who loves the word of God. Amen. I love to hear women preach. I love to hear men preach. I just love to hear good, solid teaching and preaching. Hallelujah. And I pray that you continue to do both. As a man said, I heard years ago, a man said that teaching is informational, preaching is inspirational, and I love that. I never forgot that. We got to get all the information that we can, and preaching inspires you to go out and do better, to do more. It strengthens you. Amen. Hallelujah, God. Nothing like a good word of God. Bless your holy name, God. Ladies, continue to let God use you. The devil is a liar. You will not be silent. You keep shouting from the rooftops. You keep shouting loud and proud that Jesus is Lord. Hallelujah. That people need to be saved. People need to hear the gospel. Don't take down for nothing to nobody. Hallelujah, God. You are smart. You are wise. You are intelligent. And you continue to learn, preach, and teach the gospel. Hallelujah, God. And teach your daughters to do the same thing. Teach your daughters not to be silent. Continue to do what they do in the gospel, in the Lord. Encourage them. Hallelujah, God. Bless your holy name, God. Thank you, Jesus. It's just a subject that's near and dear to me. Anybody who knows me knows that. Amen. That I have no problem with that at all. 
But ladies, I love them. Like I said, I've been serving under pastor now. She's been the pastor of uh, Restoration now since around 2008. Here it is, 2023. Hallelujah, God. And I'm still here pulling on her coattail right behind her. Amen. Supporting her every step of the way in the mighty name of Jesus. I can't scream loud enough to continue to pray for your pastor. I pray for mine daily as much as possible, several times a day if need be. Amen. God bless you. Amen. My pastor has done so much for me and my family. God bless her just with her prayers alone. How many pastors don't even take time to pray for their members? Hallelujah. Because they're too busy. They're doing other things. My pastor makes sacrifices and I thank God for her. Amen. Hallelujah, God, that she will continue to do so. And I will continue to support her in Jesus' holy name, God, because once again, it's not easy being a pastor because it's not about you. Now, you're a pastor. You got to put yourself on the back burner now. You know, it's, it's other people that have needs and, and you got to pray for them. Hallelujah, God. Amen. Bless your holy name, Jesus. God bless each and every last one of you for tuning in. Amen. 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 We're going to go ahead into a word of prayer. And then we're going to go ahead and shut it down. Amen. So you can get to your Wednesday evening. I pray and hope that this was um, inspirational to you on today. Amen. To support our female pastors. Amen. Not to be sowing discord. We talked about the seven things that God hate. And I pray that we're not guilty of none of those things. So let us pray. I, I hear my wife coming in the door. Amen. My honey brown sugar is coming in. Amen. Let us pray. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, bless your holy name, God. We thank you, Heavenly Father, Lord, for this Bible study on tonight. Father God, I pray, Heavenly Father, Lord, that you have your way in this place. Heavenly Father, Lord, watch over those that was online tonight. Watch over those and bless those, Heavenly Father, that will watch this later on, either tonight, tomorrow, or the next day. In the mighty name of Jesus, God, continue to have your way and your will be done in Jesus' holy name, God. And I pray, Heavenly Father, Lord, that the voice of our female pastors will not be silenced. They will continue to preach and teach the gospel, Heavenly Father, continue to strengthen them and use them for your glory in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen. 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 I always remember Psalms. Ah, well, I got it on my cup. Psalms um, 118 and 6, that the Lord is on your side. So ladies, that's all you need to know. If you don't got anybody else, Psalms 118 and 6, and at least in the King James Version, the very first sentence, it says, the Lord is on your side. Hallelujah, God. Whom shall you be afraid of? Whom shall you be afraid? Nobody. What can man do unto me? Nothing. Hallelujah, God. Bless your name. But the Lord is on your side. God bless you. I am Elder Dakota Radden. I am the assistant pastor at Restoration Community Outreach Ministry under the leadership of the mighty, mighty, mighty woman of God, Pastor Tonetta Robinson, and our overseer, Bishop John Willie Robinson Jr., the big bad bishop, Triple B, a man, the overseer of Restoration Community Outreach Ministries and Faith Deliverance Outreach Ministries. Amen. And he is the pastor up there in Newberry at 2615 Johnstone Street. Amen. Hallelujah, God, at Faith Deliverance. Outreach Ministries, amen, hallelujah, two awesome teachers up there, the Colmans, amen, a powerful man of God, Shannon and his uh, wife, Toronto, amen, God bless them and God continue to use them to teach the gospel up there, to preach and teach, amen, hallelujah, God and all of his members up there, bless them, and down here, amen, in Columbia, South Carolina, at 2608 East Boundary Road, Restoration Community Outreach Ministries, amen, hallelujah, God, the pastor's at the top, the senior pastor, amen, you have me right up underneath her and right um, and we have the mighty minister our favorite minister amen <laughs> minister joshua robinson amen in the mighty name of jesus bless your holy name god amen and we have um uh, deaconess in there amen and 
and uh, deacons, amen. So we have very good leaders in our church, amen. So God bless each and every last one. If you would love to make a donation to Restoration Community Outreach, it is dollar sign RCOM1999. That's Restoration Community Outreach Ministries, dollar sign RCOM1999. God bless each and every last one of you, amen. Come on out and serve God. Come on out and visit if you so desire, amen. Church time start at 1045, hallelujah, God bless your holy name, God. We love you and we praise you. We give you honor and glory. If you need prayer, just let me know. We can talk about it. We can give it to God, amen. Hit me up on Facebook, on Messenger, anything, or call me if you have my number. We can give God, we can give, tell God all about it. God bless each and every last one of you. Amen, amen. And I will be praying for you. Amen, brother. I see this on here. Amen. I will be keeping you in prayer. God bless you and thank you. Hallelujah, God, for comfort dealing with the loss of a loved one. Amen. 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 Yeah, I know. I know the pain of losing a loved one. We all do. Amen. I would definitely keep you in prayer. We pray for the bereavement on a daily basis because that's bereaved people and the bereaved need prayer because they just lost a loved one and that hurts. It hurts. So we will continue to pray that God will give you strength and peace during this time. Amen. God bless each and every last one of you. I love you. God loves you more. See you the next time. Amen.